Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. We're going deep today. Yep, we're going deep into the underworld. We are talking dark goddess territory. We are talking shadow work. We are talking all of this in order to really bring in, call in, make manifest the dreams that we've had, the new potentials, the possibilities that we've seen for ourselves over the last couple of weeks, maybe even months. I really enjoy this territory and hopefully this podcast serves as kind of a a mini at home workshop retreat exploration like way to tap into some of this I mean really and truly it's giving you all I can in an hour and in this kind of platform of podcast and you know YouTube video publicly um, would love to go deeper, would love to bring in the practices that take us into altered states of consciousness, bring in the tools and the strategies and the ways and the archetypes that take us into the underworld, our own underworld, that take us into this unconscious territory, this 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 golden shadow territory. Um, you'll find that I have a couple of ways for you to do that. A few are just exploring a couple more podcasts that are free. The big mama way is coming on retreat with me in person in June. Uh, Yes, and it's rewilding in the dark goddess. So if the dark goddess is something that you've been feeling, um, been called to, this is definitely not... A retreat that um, that you don't get a calling toward, right? You you literally get called to the dark goddess when the time is right, and I know that there are some in our community, and maybe it's you um, who the time is right. The time is just right. Um, I have been waiting for years to do this retreat in person. Years! I know we've been stuck in COVID, so that has definitely hampered um, our in-person events, but really excited to be holding this retreat as also quite possibly, most likely, the last retreat in Colorado at our current Rewilding Retreat Center. Um, I love these Colorado mountains. It's just time for change. I talk more about that in the podcast a little bit, um, but crazy excited that we get to do this retreat that is with the dark goddesses in this space um, at this time. It's wildly um, aligned, wildly synchronistic. Uh, uh, Yeah, I won't say much more about that. Um, I always give a little something extra Um, here in the intros before diving into the main content. And I think the little something extra that I want to bring in is Jupiter moving into Aries. Um, Jupiter moving into Aries on May 10th, so just before the eclipse happens, this full moon eclipse happens. This happens on the same day that Mercury goes retrograde. Now I talk about Mercury going retrograde 
in the main body of the podcast, but I don't talk about Jupiter moving into Aries. This to me supports this theme around putting our dreams into action, putting things into action to make our dreams manifest, which is what we talk about, this this Taurus, North Node in Taurus, the Sun in Taurus, all of this energy in Taurus, like making it tangible, making it manifest. And to me, Jupiter, right? Expansion, grace, bomb, luck. It's also just lucky that particular energy in Aries. So Aries is moving forward, pioneering, um, action-based, the warrior, you know, warrior. So it's this, it's this now is the time to, to go into action, to, to act on things. And it's an interesting, um, I don't know if juxtaposition is the right word. I just really wanted to say that word because I like it. Um, seemingly dualistic sort of thing, because I might have gotten juxtaposition wrong, but seemingly dualistic thing of Aries moving forward, and we're talking about Mercury going retrograde. But the two tie together really, really beautifully. It's like Jupiter and Aries moving forward, making things happen, taking action, but it's being informed by something deeper. So it's being informed by Mercury, messenger of the gods, accessing what's in the underworld, clearing out anything in the underworld so that our actions going forward can come from a soul love place versus an ego fear place. And you will understand that so much more um, when you dive into the episode. Okay, um, that's enough of my little intro. I hope that this episode serves and serves and serves and serves and serves and serves in the best way possible. Enjoy. Let's imagine we're on retreat together. I know, I know. Um, It's a Scorpio full moon, a super moon. It's a south node eclipse. It's intense. And I feel like if you can come to just even a tiny little imagining of stepping into an alternate reality for this conversation, you will go infinitely deeper and many more insights will arise for you. This is a moment of such depth. This moon is asking, is shining a light on really hidden territory within our beings. To me, this really hidden territory holds so much potential, so many, um, so much energy, so much juice, aliveness, passion, um, joy, ecstasy, desires, um, and also capabilities. Capabilities to <laughs> move mountains. <laughs> that's, that's the image I get is just If we can access this deep hidden power, there is so much power within Scorpio. This is a Scorpio full moon, a super moon, an eclipse in Scorpio. There is so much power here. So much power here. 
And if <laughs> my aim in this conversation is to open a doorway for us all to access this power. Now, it's not power over, right, that I'm inviting us to access. It's empowered, authentic, heart-aligned, truth-aligned, soul-aligned power. It's like soul power. Um, but not fluffy, la-la, unembodied power, soul power. We think like, oh, that's not going to make me money. Oh, that's not going to change my relationship. This is also sun in Taurus, right? So this eclipse is the north node is in Taurus. The sun is in Taurus. There is absolute grounding, absolute grounding. So let me, let me explain this <laughs> and why I'm inviting us to come on retreat is this power is not a mental game kind of a power. It's not a repeat a mantra, although mantras can take us into depths, but it's, it's like a access the deepest recesses of your sexual creative life force, your potency, like you as a potent human being, right? Accessing that. It's almost like those words sex transmutation, you know, when you can have this capacity and we all have this capacity. It's not hard. We just have to get out of the shame and the grief and the guilt and the weird addictions that we have to sexual energy and the weird box that we put sexual energy into. But once we do that, we have this capacity to, you know, you, you tap into, into this energy, into this creative energy, sexual energy, desire energy, passion energy, aliveness energy. And you literally, you, you can pour it into, into whatever area of life you're wanting to transform, into whatever it is that you're wanting to make manifest, right? Whether that be a relationship that you're wanting to call in or take to the next level, or it be money, financial, a home, right? Like a tangible, all of these tangible things are <laughs> like the, the veils. I use this line a lot, but I'm going to use it in a little bit different way. So don't switch off on me just because I say the veils are thin. But it's like there's this potential right now of, um, of these veils between this deep potency, deep power within our beings and to open the door, which many of us have fear of opening that door, fear of if I open the door to my power, I'm going to be too much. I'll be too much to handle. I'll scare everyone away or I'll misuse my power. Or we, many of us just hear the word power and we want to pee our pants, right? Like, no, power's bad. That is not the kind of power that, that, is on offer here, right? It's this fucking life aliveness power. Just life aliveness power. Also creative power. Um, magnetic power. The power of attraction, right? To magnetize, to call something into our world. It's a very feminine way of creating. A very feminine way of manifesting something is you don't do, you be. You be, you be, and you call in and you magnetize what it is that you're desiring into your world. You become, you literally embody 
the energy that magnetizes money into your life. You become the energy that magnetizes the, I'm going to use this term, the conscious man into your life. Um, and I say that in jest because I think there's just so much, so much funniness around that. Um, but, but the, 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 the being into your life that, that is the, is what we're craving or desiring or, you know, um, <laughs> calling in, but it's, it's, it's this capacity right now, but we've got to go deep. So it's not just, okay, let me, let me make a list of what I want. Let me, let me just write down what I want in a job or what I want in a home or what I want in, in a relationship, friendship, whatever. It's okay. That's great. Now go a layer deeper, like go a layer deeper into that. Um, and then go another layer deeper and then another layer deeper and another layer deeper. And the depths that are on offer right now, it's, it's, they can be challenging to access on our own. I'm, this is just being radically honest about this. They can be challenging to access on our own because they're in the shadow. They're the things that are unconscious to us. Like they're the very place that we, um, that we've like tucked away or we don't go to every day or we haven't been necessarily like trained to get to every day. So let me feel, let me feel for a moment. Um, I, I want to be able to at least crack this door open. Right. And I also want to just really say we're on a fucking podcast. We're on a YouTube video, right? I don't have you in the rewilding retreat center for four days where I'm able to drum us into altered states of consciousness. I'm able to guide us for four days, right? I'm able to give these transmissions over hours and hours and hours and hours of a Hecate transmission, a dark goddess transmission, a dark masculine transmission, right? Where we really can embody that and we can move into those states of consciousness we can work with those energies so but but sharing that those are amazing spaces to be in right now amazing spaces to be in right now um the deep 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 spaces deep spaces deep people um deep conversations the the surface level stuff is like a, uh, it's like the mirage of things. And it's like the wasting of time right now is having the surface level conversations, the, 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 the fluffy stuff. There are times when it's so useful and beneficial and beautiful to be in there. Um, it's so useful and beneficial to be dreamy, this last eclipse that we had the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, useful and beautiful to be in, you know, grace-filled, dream big, think big, you know, like let, let, the, let the mind expand, let the dreams expand. Now is when all of those dreams and that big expansion, now is when many of us will feel a contraction. Now is when many of us will feel that all of that 
grace or benevolence that we felt over the last two months or dreams or ideas or possibilities, potentials for our future. Now we will, many of us feel, oh, maybe it wasn't right. Maybe the intuitive hit that I got wasn't right. And I'm going to share that for a lot of us. That's not actually the case. It was right. It was right. It The form might shift or change a little bit or, you know, it might be even bigger or grander than what we saw. But now is when it's almost like we get put to the test of, okay, we've spent a ton of time up here in, you know, the upper chakras or the upper wisdom center. We've spent a ton of time in like heart above. That's where a lot of the archetypal energy has been blasting us at. We've spent higher heart, higher mind. We've spent a ton of time up here, you know, dreaming, benevolence, grace-filled. Oh my gosh, like I could do anything. And now it's the energy has shifted to heart below. The energy has shifted to heart below. All of this eclipse is heart, it's heart below. And now it's, it's asking if you, I don't know if you've ever listened to Carolyn Mace and this was like old school, Carolyn Mace, old, old, old school. But I remember her talking about when an inspiration, an idea comes in, just can be any kind of an idea, idea for life, intuitive hit to move here, do this, create that, whatever, change life in this way. It comes in and and how she explained it. And just, this is a great, now I'm not saying that this is how it always happens, but this is a great analogy for this moment in time. It comes in, pings you in your mind. That's pretty easy to accept. It's just like air up there. It's just the mental realm. Okay, cool. I, I can, yeah, I can think about that. And then it has to come here, right? So it, it comes down and as it gets deeper, it, it has to, um, it's like denser energy. The deeper we go in the chakras, the deeper we go, typically, not all of us, some of us have worked a ton in these lower chakras, but really, really and truly, you can even listen to music, like chakra-based music. First chakra music is like boom, 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 right? And then you start to get up here and, you know, seventh chakra music is like, ah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a huge vibrational difference. And so if we start to go, okay, this the first eclipse was it just coming in and it's like oh yeah wow the sky's the limit amazing and then this second eclipse this full moon this scorpio eclipse is like you really want this are you going to let your safety security system get on board with this? Does that amount of expansion feel safe? Does that amount of expansion um, still allow you to feel like you belong to something or some community or a tribe? I'm talking like base chakra words now. Um, Do you have enough money? Will you have enough money? All of that's like safety security, safety security. So here's what's happening is we've had these big dreams or these big ideas or maybe just like hits of possibilities of of what we 
are thinking our future could look like. That was all the North Node, right? That was the North Node eclipse, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. It's just like expansion. And now we're being asked to go, okay, what is beneath the surface? And how do we get the lower half of our being in alignment with the upper half? And if we go back to that kind of Carolyn Mace example is, okay, idea drops into the mind. Sure, we can think about it. Drops into the heart. That's another level of embodiment. Like, can I get my heart on board? Is my heart in this? And these are great questions to ask. So these are really good reflective questions to ask. Can I get my heart on board with this? Then you go lower. Can I get my gut? Is my gut on board with this? Now, sometimes we start to think of gut as intuition, but we can also tap into gut as power, as um, our relationship to power how and control. How much we like to control. Does this new idea make me start to feel like I'm out of control? I'm losing control, right? If you're expanding, you're also going to have to expand the whole thing. If you're moving into something new, the whole being has to get on board with it. So you ask, you know, gut and you, you start to feel into that. Like, can I get my gut on board with this? And then you go lower. Can I get my sexual energy on board with this? Is my life force on board with this? Is my money, is my financial resources on board with this, right? We're going lower, lower into safety, security. Do I feel safe with this amount of expansion? Do I feel safe with this change? Is my, um, are my, uh, let me feel for some good words to help open this door. Are my survival mechanisms kicking in? And and somehow not getting on board with the expanded idea or the future vision or the possibility that I've been dreaming of. Um, So that's one aspect that I really wanted to try to bring words to. And so just that's a great practice to reflect on is go, okay, what have I been dreaming of? And you can even go from the beginning of the year. What have I been dreaming of? What's this change in my life that I've been wanting or longing for? Um, is it what area of my life have I really been called to create? This is a time of great transformation, great transformation and great change. And, and so just really be real about it. I like I've been talking about moving. I'm filming from California, right? It's it's the rubber is now hitting the road. It's the making it manifest. And in the making it manifest, whatever that is, whatever area of life, in the making it manifest, it's also going to kick up limited belief systems. It's going to kick up um, kar- karma. It's a south node eclipse. It's a full moon south node eclipse. The other thing about this is this is not just this moment in time. Eclipses ripple out. They ripple out. And this being the eclipse that the nodes have shifted for, right? So it is now a Taurus Scorpio cycle we're in for uh, like a year and a half. So we're in this Taurus, maybe two years, I'm not sure. we're in this Taurus North node, Scorpio South node cycle. So know that 
this is an energy that's around for a while. And they will say eclipses, this particular eclipse season, the last one and this one will go for the next six months until the next eclipse comes in. So know that this is not just, oh, this week, this week I'm going to be working with, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm feeling the next little thing we need to talk about, uh, which is retrogrades, Mercury being retrograde, Pluto being retrograde, uh, and how that adds to this energy of this moment. But, but it's not just this moment where it's like, what is it that needs to be, um, brought up to the surface to be seen, to be witnessed, to be honored and to be let go of so that we can step into what it is that we're calling in next, our next greatest life. And it's shadow work. It's purification. It's lower chakra work. It's dark goddess work. It's dark God work. It's sacred union in the base chakra, right? It's, um, it's accessing these primal energies in us, like primordial feminine, primordial masculine, these deep like animal instincts, survival instincts, um, procreative instincts, and getting them in alignment, getting them on board with future visions, getting them on board. And, and I, I can talk all like esoteric-y about this, but let me, um, let me, let me give us some, something a little bit more tangible. Um, how can I make this more tangible? Oh, I wish I had an example. Here's a great example. I'm, mm, let me feel, let me feel, let me feel. Here's a good one. This is not a personal example to me, um, but it's 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 an example that I see in many individuals I work with and also some very close people in my life. When we hit a perceived upper limit, like this is as much as I deserve. This is the best kind of relationship that I could call into my life. This is the most amount of money that I could make in a year. This is the most amount of money that I could have in my bank account. This is the nicest home that I could create for myself. This is the this is as good as it's going to get. This is as good as it's going to get. And we all have them. We all have them. There is always a and then we we move beyond that. And then we move beyond that. We move beyond that. And you can maybe kind of think, reflect back on your life of, whoa, I remember when I moved beyond this financial barrier or this relationship barrier or this, um, you know, I thought I was only going to be able to live the kind of life my family ever lived. And then you move beyond that. And, and you can feel like the rub that's there. If you look back, like feel into those moments of the rub, the rub that was there to, to basically like bust through the stratosphere and like, here's the stratosphere and you just, you've got to bust through it. And let me give you this example. I like this one because it's a visual that I often see. It's like when a, a rocket ship, an, 
I don't even have these the right words, right? The astronauts, they're in the rocket ship, they're going to the moon, right? And you're it's spaceship. And so you you're you're boosted up and then you have to break through the stratosphere, right? You so you have to have enough juice to to get off the ground, to get out of the environment you're in to break through the stratosphere. And you just think about like your next greatest life is breaking through that stratosphere. And in that, they always have those booster rockets, right? They've got those like two booster rockets. Thinking of the, you know, white spaceship that leaves NASA. I'm sure there's many other ones, but that's when they've got the booster rockets and the booster rockets is what got them up there. But then they have to drop the boosters. You have to drop the boosters or you won't make it through the stratosphere. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Like we've been boosted off, right? And now it's, oh, if I'm going to make it through the stratosphere, I'm going to have to drop, I'm going to have to drop the boosters. I have to, I have to drop some of this weight. It's too much weight to make it through into my next greatest life. What is the weight that I have to drop? So a friend of mine, this is that pattern I was talking about that I see very, very prevalent is, uh, is this perceived upper limit, whatever it is, perceived upper limit, this is as good as life gets. And then suddenly like life starts to get better. You know, we start to like bust through that stratosphere a little bit or we're getting close to the stratosphere, we're getting close to breaking through into the next greatest life. And our something unconscious in us goes, oh no, you don't. (laughs) Like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And it can show up in many forms. So just feel into that for yourself. Those those are really great words to kind of get yourself into it of who do you think you are? Oh, no, you don't. Um, That's not for you. People from my town don't do that. People from my family don't do that. Um, I haven't worked hard enough for that. I am not old enough for that. I don't have enough experience for that. It, right? All of those, all of those sort of words. Now that's just mind. That Those are just thoughts that come in. What about when the body responds? So here's, here's, a, here's a wild one. To, and I'm giving you these examples to feel into for yourself so that we can be conscious of these boosters that we all have that we need to let go of, right? What are our own upper limit patterns? What what is the pattern that happens in your body when you hit that upper limit? When you hit that upper limit, what is it that happens to you? This is so key. When we know these about ourselves, we get to mark them. I call them markers. We get to know our markers. Know your markers. It's so fucking important in this life. It's so important because when we know our markers, I know when I'm coming from a place of fear versus when I'm coming from a place of love. I know my markers. I know when I'm coming to an upper limit versus when it's just not good for me. Now feel into that because that's going to be a big question. Let me repeat that. This is going to be huge, huge at this moment in time. If you get nothing out of this video, get this one. Have I hit an upper limit and my body's just responding from a place of, 
oh my gosh, that's that's a big expansion. That's too far, too fat, right? It's it's not for me. It's whatever. Have I hit an upper limit or is it just not that it's right for me? This is so important, right? Because the unconscious sabotage patterns, the upper limit patterns can disguise themselves as intuitive hits, as oh, I'm just not in flow. I'm just, it's not flowing for me. So this must not be the right way. No, you're actually in an upper limit pattern. It's actually just your unconscious way of responding to fear of growth, fear of expansion, fear of, of moving out of the stratosphere into the next greatest life. This is such a magical, important, powerful place to work. Powerful place to work. And I don't think enough programs or retreats or workshops or books or modalities or things work in this little magic spot. They don't work in this magic spot, right? It's the spot where you're just about, you're just about to manifest the thing, right? You're just about to, and then all the unconscious shit comes up. All the fears, all the inner child stuff, all the family patterns, all the karmic past life shit, all all the shadows, all of it, all of it comes flooding up to the surface. And instead of us knowing our marker, knowing thyself, us giving, um, anyways, I won't go deep into that, but instead of us recognizing, oh, Oh, this is just what, this is, I got it. This is just what I do when I'm getting close to busting through into the next greatest place, right? This, instead of us doing that and giving it the time and the space and like, okay, inner child, what's going on? Okay, weird old family pattern. Like, I see you, but hey, guess what? I'm not mom. I'm not dad. Or, oh, whatever it is that's coming up. Instead of giving it the space it needs to be released, boosters, the boosters coming off of the spaceship, instead of giving it what it needs to be released, to be let go of so that we can make it out of the stratosphere, we, instead of dropping the weight, we assume that it's in this category of must not be for me, must not be the right path, must not be... Um, destined for me. I must have been, um, I, I didn't intuitively get the right hits. So this is, this is an insane moment in time for that, where we will question ourselves. We will question our desires. We will question our potentials. We will question our callings. We will question everything that we've heard the last couple of months. The last month especially was like ramped up future visions and dreams. This last eclipse, right? Right on the 1st of May, the 30th of April, 1st of May, that eclipse was a north. It was huge future visions. What's possible? Where am I being called? Callings, soul purposes, future visions. You know, what's here? If you haven't seen that video, go watch it. Go watch it. These link together. They link together. If you forgot what was talked about there, the doors and the energetic practices of that video, go back and watch that. It's great to tie these together because they are tied together and they will go forward for a good six months. For a good six months. Now is when we get to, um, we, we get to drop the boosters. Now is when we get to make it tangible, 
call it in, bring it into the physical world, right? Call in that new relationship, um, step into that new line of work, um, move into the, the next, you know, financial level that you're, that you're feeling is possible or you're dreaming of, but it's going to require that we drop the karmic crap the limited beliefs, the unconscious patterns that held us there in the first place, that held us to this previous reality. There are all kinds of things that have created your, pre- your current reality. Let's just call it current reality, previous current reality, right? All kinds of things. And it's, it's digging in and going, what is it that must go? What is the weight what is what are the anchors? What is the weight? Is it is there past life stuff? So this is so deep. This is Scorpio. Scorpio full moon. South node. South node is karmic territory. There's tons of videos that we've done on South node. You can go check check some out. We'll put some links up here and down below. Um, but really feeling into karmic um, karmic past life territory. Finding ways to get into those realms. Um, I can't tell you the amount of, um, what do I want to say here? Um, the amount of rapid transformation that happens when we can work in these realms. And it doesn't just have to be past life territory. It's also um, family, familial, absorbed, what's sitting in our DNA, Right? What's sitting in our DNA? Collective consciousness stuff that we don't even know we're carrying around. It's like the weight we don't know we're carrying around. It's not the obvious little pot belly that we start to get, right? It's not the obvious pot belly. It's like the weight that we're carrying around that we can't even see, that we don't even know, right? And this is a moment in time where the light is shining for us to see it. The light is shining right on it and it's literally right in your face. It's probably right in your face, but we're maybe putting it into this category of, oh my gosh, that must not be for me. Oh, I must have, I'm not, I must have not intuitively felt into something or, oh, that's just not the right direction. We're most likely putting it there. It's so in our faces. Okay. Now I know I mentioned retrogrades and I mentioned Mercury. So Mercury goes retrograde on the 10th until, I wrote this down, May 10th to May 23rd, Mercury is retrograde. Now, I love this because Mercury is retrograde starting in Gemini, which is Mercury's home sign, and then moving into Taurus, which is where this North Node, Future Visions, where all of this make manifest, make manifest our, our dreams, it is 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 the energy of Taurus. Um, and it's also like feel good. It's, it's this feel good. It's sensual. It's honoring of the body. It's, it's, and with Uranus and Taurus, like it's embodied divinity. It's embodied. It's the embodiment of grace. It's the embodiment of higher states of consciousness. It's the embodiment of, of pleasure. Of, of life just being so fucking joyful and pleasurable no matter what's going on, right? Um, that's, that's another gift of this Taurus. And, but let me talk about this Mercury retrograde. So Mercury being retrograde, that's the mind. 
um, Mercury going retrograde, when we look at this from a, a deeper layer, a deeper layer, and we look at it of, okay, what's possible here with Mercury going retrograde? It's that Mercury is the messenger of the gods. He can speak any language, right? Any language. He can speak the language of Gemini, which is where he's starting. He can speak the language of Taurus, right, which he's moving into. He can speak the language of Scorpio, where this full moon is. He can speak the language of you know, the, the dark gods, the dark goddesses, that he can speak all of these languages. And so he, he's also one of the only archetypal energies that can traverse into the underworld and come back out, that can traverse into the underworld and come back out. Whenever I see a Mercury retrograde, it's literally like, cool. The messenger of the gods is traversing into the underground to glean, I like that word for, for this moment, to glean insights, right? To, to gather wisdom, to see what it is that wants to be revealed. It's, you know, it's the hero's journey. It's the, it's Persephone's journey into the underground. You hear so many myths around anything, Inanna, just any of these psyche with Eros, by the way, Eros is conjunct the sun. <laughs> during this uh, full moon eclipse, we'll talk about that along with Hecate. It doesn't get much better. I love this. We'll, t we'll talk about this a little bit more in a minute. But let's, let's keep on with this um, messenger of the gods going into the underworld, right? He's going into your underworld. What is your underworld? Your underworld is what the fuck is in those rocket boosters that needs to be let go of right? It's what are those unconscious upper limit patterns. Let me close this loop when I started talking about a friend and this pattern that I see so often of an upper limit pattern. Um, it's, it's a getting sick. It's a, it's a getting sick. So, so psychosomatic, right? That you can search that and look more into that, but it's literally like, it's not even that the mind, this is, this is so stunning when we start to work in this territory. It's not even that the, it's just the mind or the thoughts that are holding us back. It's that the body, the body from these deep unconscious places, these deep unconscious places, the body gets sick. It goes, bah! who am I? Who am I to move beyond that? I'm going to get sick and sabotage this. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get sick and wipe us out. I'm going to get sick and wipe us out. I'm going to have an accident. I'm gonna crash, I'm gonna fall down, I'm gonna trip, I'm going to sprain my ankle, I'm going to um, create a bunch of chaos. So I'm giving you some more examples and this is a great time to be doing it because Mercury going into the underground, right? Messenger of the gods is in your underworld. It's literally like your mind can perceive things, pick things up, see things, understand things, feel things that it normally wouldn't. And it's around these unconscious sabotaging patterns. I know this is deep. This is tricky. I know some of you are well-versed in this territory. I know some of you are like, I don't know how to work in this territory. Um, find a guide. Find a guide. Find someone who has this experience working in the unconscious. Someone who can take you into the shadow realms, whether that be through archetypal embodiment, like working with the dark goddesses, or that be through shamanic journeys, or that be through other forms, but someone who can guide you into this territory. Even for me, who has been, I don't know how long I've been 
not just doing this myself, but holding these spaces in many ways (laughs) for a long time. Even me, having a guide is so fruitful. Still, to this day, to this day, having someone to point out your shadow, to point out the unconscious, it's in the shadow, it's in the unconscious, it's in your unconscious, it's in your fucking blind spot. It's in your blind spot. But to have someone to be shining a light on your blind spot for you, with you, right? From a place of love. I just did this, put together this really awesome program, which is coming out soon. It's all to do with relationships. And we talked about, you know, in in these really deep, tantric, soul relationships, you are the keeper of the other's shadow. You are, you are like keeper of the other shadow, of the other's unconscious, right? It's, we get to see, witness, honor, love, love this part that another person can't even see, doesn't even know exists, doesn't even know exists. And, and to like reframe it, to, to be this like joyful honor. Like I get, I get to witness this. I get to hold this. I get to love this. Right? And when we witness, we hold it, we love it, we bring it to the light. And it doesn't have the power. It doesn't have the power. It doesn't have unconscious sabotage patterns. You don't get sick when you're about to bust through the stratosphere anymore. Right? You don't create a shit ton of chaos in your world. That's, that's one of mine. So I will be, hands up, that is one of mine. I will create wild mental chaos. Like literally, I will create fog. I will create so much fog. I will jazz up my intuitive system when I'm getting close to an upper limit. And it's so good to know. I know it, right? I know it. I know what it feels like. I know exactly um, when it's happening. And then I, I have all kinds of tools, all kinds of practices in my arsenal to go. And, and I'm excited about it because it's like, Oh, it's happening. It's happening. This means I'm about to fucking bust through. This means I am about to create. I am about to manifest next greatest life. I am about to bring this into the world. I know I'm getting close. When I start doing my little tailspin, fog creating, wild woman chaos dance, right? That's me. I know it about myself. So one, I love it. I honor the process. I love my humanity. Right. And I also just go, sweet, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Now let me work with the little gremlins that are coming up. Let me love them. Let me, let me do whatever it is to drop these boosters. Cause I'm going, I am going to make it through this stratosphere. I am going to make it through the stratosphere and whatever the weight is that I need to drop, I'm going to see it, love it, honor it, and let it go so that I can make it right. Okay, so oh, this is so juicy and so beautiful and so fruitful. Um, let me share this little thing with you. Working in the territory with the archetypal energies of dark goddess, dark god. They are the keepers of the underworld. They um, are guides, are guardians into this territory. Um, I put out... If you're in our Facebook group, yes, <laughs> welcome. I love being in there. It's a beautiful 
uh, it's just a beautiful space to talk about um, themes and topics that come up, talk about the astrology, talk about workshops that maybe you've done um, in rewilding or you've done from sabrinaland.com. But it's also uh, just a great way um, to be community and to tap in and to feel and to, for me to listen. It's a great, I listen and I feel and it gives me, I don't know, just a, a way of serving, a, a way of feeling into what serves this moment, what serves this moment, what serves this moment, what's here. And so last week I put out a post, um, the Rewilding Retreat Center is, it's, going up for sale. It's time. This is part of the change that's that's happening for me in this moment. And it's going up for sale. And I'm really called to do one last rewilding retreat in that space. I love the mountains of Colorado. I have loved this space. I have loved it. And so I put out this post and just said, hey, um, one last retreat. This won't be the last in-person retreat, um, but it will be the last one in Colorado. And I don't know when the next one will be. But I put out this post and I said, what theme most sings to you? What of, of these four themes, which one most sings to you? And it was rewilding with the dark goddess. It was rewilding with the dark goddess. And I will be honest, I didn't see that coming. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Um, and I'm so grateful um, to have been able to now see that and to feel into, you know, what's in our community, what's being asked for, what's being called for. And, you know, of course, I'm, I'm going to meditate on it and I'm going to feel into it and do what I need to do to, to go, okay, that's an idea. It's an inspiration. Okay, dark goddess, rewilding with the dark goddess. I've wanted to do one of these retreats since I started facilitating. I've wanted to do this for the life of rewilding for women. I have, but I haven't. I just haven't. I haven't done a full four day in-person retreat with the dark goddess. I haven't. And for it to be anyways. So I go through my process of that's wow. Okay. I'm taking that in. Cool. It's an idea. Is my heart on board with it? Is my belly on board with it? Okay. Is my root chakra on board with it? Right. My safety, security, my, you know, survival, my power, my, you know, all of this lower, lower area of the body singing, right. My whole system is lit up and is singing over this and it just feels right. It's just right. And it was one of those that just comes in. I love when the ideas don't get hung up and you have to work through letting go of the booster so you can make it to the next thing you're creating. I love when it just goes boom, like right through the whole system, anchors in, totally embodied, deep roots into the ground. And that's how this one, um, that's how this one came through for me. That's how it came through. So um, we are doing that retreat, Rewilding in the Dark Goddess, in Colorado, in June, um, June 20-something. You'll find all the details below. So uh, it's small. We're only max. This is max, max, max of 20. That's it, max of 20. So uh, small, intimate, last retreat in the Colorado mountains. Ah! <laughs> I'm crazy excited about it. Um, if you've been hanging out for a while, you know my love and my devotion to the dark goddess. 
speaking of the dark goddess, let's take this last little bit of time together and talk about Hecate on the sun. I want to talk about Hecate on the sun. So this, um, this eclipse, um, let me just feel for a minute. Um, this is how I'd love to go into this. The last eclipse, Hecate was on the north node. During the eclipse, Hecate on the north node. So how, and you can watch the last video to feel into that because I talked a lot about it. And again, links are up here and down here. Just look for um, new moon eclipse and you'll see it. But Hecate is on the north node. Hecate on the north node can be a little bit more needing to get into an altered state to access her. Um, Hecate on the North Node is a little bit more esoteric, a little bit less tangible, a little more like soul. North Node is soul. It's a soul point. It's soul callings. It's soul longings. It's destiny, right? It's, it's, it's true north. It's where you're headed to. It's, but it's soul. It's soul. It's not. It's soul. So sometimes it can be harder to access soul points, um, soul from that place. You can feel it, hopefully. Um, and so Hecate on the soul point is really opening us up to future callings, future visions, soul purposes, soul vision, soul callings. And I find that to be so stunning and so magnificent, right? So stunning, so magnificent. And again, it's that opening up the deeper, deeper callings, but could have been a little harder to access. Now she's on the sun. That's personality 101 your son this is why they always say what's your sun sign right what's your sun sign your star sign same thing sun sign star sign same thing what's your main your main sign that's that's personality 101 and so now hecate's on the sun this makes her much more accessible much more tangible also instead of her being on a soul point calling to your soul and go go watch the video you'll hear me i'm like come hither young one right um, i think i say something like that but talking more in terms of the gift of hecate who's a dark goddess queen of the witches right oracle seer this is just an aspect of you we can put it outside of ourselves and worship a statue but it's really as within, so without, right? Those archetypal energies, they're just pointing to parts of ourselves. Um, and so this like deep, wise shaman within, it doesn't even have to be feminine. You don't even have to like go with the feminine, um, but deep, wise shaman, medicine woman, medicine maker, like crone wisdom within. And pointing at soul before, now she's pointing at ego. Now she's pointing at ego. Now she's now she's standing on your son, personality 101, ego. She's standing on that and she's going, I was just hanging out with your soul point. Now I'm hanging out with your ego. Here's how your personality, your ego can help assist, right? Because it's ego in service to the soul. I think there's another video on that. We just put something out. I think it's a practice actually. So we'll put it up here and down below. But ego is in service to the soul. It's in service. It gets out of the driver's seat. Soul gets in the driver's seat. Ego gets in the passenger seat. This is Hecate 
with the ego going, here's how you can help. Legit. Here's how you can help move this soul train further north. Here's, here's how you can help little, little ego, little self, because you can help. Your mind can help. The way you manifest things in the world can help. Your individuality can help. This is how you can help. This is how you can help the soul's evolution. She's also saying ego, right? It's two sides of the coin. Ego, personality, little self. This is how you're sabotaging the soul train. This is how you're clinging on to the old, holding the heavy weight in the boosters, right? So it's Hecate also supporting. Here, let me show you, right? Hecate, queen, she traverses the underworld, right? She's underworld again. So we've got Mercury diving into the underworld. We have Hecate sitting on your ego saying, here, She's an oracle. She's a visionary. She's a seer. She can see right into where we're sabotaging ourselves, where we're sabotaging ourselves. So for those of you who have the workshop Dark Goddess or the workshop Medicine Woman, now is an amazing time to be going into that. For those of you who have the reunion experience, there's a Wild Woman, Wild Man Module 3. That's a seven-part series. That is a stunning place to be. Like modules three, four, I want to say maybe even five, right? Any of this territory where we're deep in the underworld is really, really, really powerful, really powerful at this moment in time. Um, those three, I mentioned those three workshops, they're all online and they're available now. There's some that are, they only open cyclically. Those three, so if you're like, I don't know how to get into this territory, Sabrina. I know you're doing a retreat on the Dark Goddess and I really want to come, but I don't think I'm going to make it to Colorado in June or I am freaking out because four days with you would kill me and you scare me, Sabrina. <laughs> Just fair enough. Totally fair enough, especially when it's the dark goddess. Um, but you're still wanting to do something. You're still wanting to touch in or feel into what's in this territory. Medicine woman, dark goddess. Medicine woman, Hecate is medicine woman. Hecate is also dark goddess. And the reunion, those pieces of the, reu the reunion experience are really um, really powerful at this moment in time. And you might have other rewilding programs in your arsenal. And so feel into Kali is very powerful at this time, a Persephone journey that goes right into the underworld. <clears throat> if you have Lilith, that's a really powerful. Those are all dark goddesses, by the way, which we will be doing all of them in that retreat in June. Um, gosh, I'm excited. I also feel the amount of soul alignment in that retreat as well. So we don't work in the underworld and it not affect our soul purposes, our soul callings, our soul gifts, our capacity to manifest those and to step into those. That's kind of the point of the whole thing. Um, the whole thing as in <laughs> life, right? <laughs> to continue to step further and further and further on your own soul's evolutionary path. Um, and the dark goddesses are like rocket fuel. <laughs> They're like rocket fuel for it they're also like literally they're on your spaceship with you and they just know exactly where to cut off the booster like whoosh whoosh <laughs> like this weight's gotta go um their precision um ah is just stunning to work with so 
those are some different ways that you can deepen into this energy of the moment. Let me feel there's some other things going on. Venus is conjunct Chiron. That brings more of the depths. There's a Chiron uh, conversation that I had with Robert Ohado. We'll put that link as well. If you want to dive into that conversation, it gives you the archetypal journey. I love, um, I loved that piece of that conversation around Chiron. Very powerful. Just know that that's illuminated right now. Um, Eros on the sun, Eros on the sun. Remember I talked about psyche just a little while ago and psyche, <clears throat> psyche goes into um, kind of an underworld journey in her love for Eros, Eros and Psyche, archetypal couple. But let me feel what's here for Eros. I think the thing I would love to share around this is um, Eros is is, um, is is passion. Like it's the it's the kind of love that's like passionate love, desire love. Um, sexual love like it's it's there's all of that mixed into eros so it's bringing that theme that area of life to the surface now it doesn't have to be one-on-one -on -one relationship your eros doesn't have to be expressed sexually it doesn't have to be expressed in intimate relationship it can be expressed in my, my eros. Remember we talked about sex trans, sexual energy transmutation, sex energy transmutation and our power, like accessing our power. And, and really, like, I really see this as a capacity for sex transmutation right now, for accessing this power, just your creative life force, your potency, your aliveness, your juice, right? You're accessing that and this capacity to pour that into whatever area of life we are most called to pour our energy into, our creative essence, our potency, our sexual juice, where, like, but first we have to access it. That's also something that's hidden in those underworld territories is the more we release the blocks, the more aliveness we have access to, the more juice. It takes a lot of energy to keep things hidden in the unconscious, a lot of energy. So instead of using our life force to keep things buried, hidden, unconscious, we let it all go, right? Now, not only do we have access to the juice that was blocked, we have access to the juice that we used to block what was in the unconscious. So this is like waking up 101 is shadow work. Becoming more alive, more joyful, having more energy every day is like shadow work 101, work with the dark goddess, get into those unconscious territories. It will literally shift everything. Your power is there. Your potency is there. Your creative juju is there. Your fertility is there. Your love is often there. Your aliveness, your passion, your capacity to feel pleasure and joy and ecstasy, your capacity to be present, your capacity, right, to have peace, to have peace in our lives. It's there. It's, it's, it's all there. It's all there. Um, so, um, I think that's all I want to say about Eros, um, Saturn. We talked about him in a previous video. I won't talk more about that. Um, he's still, he's in a T square with the nodal access. So structure foundation, um, that's going to be masculine, right? It's, it's the masculine and it's, um, it's a masculine when we open to 
the potentials of Saturn within ourselves, we then have this capacity to hold the fullness of life, like all of life's expressions. That's part of Saturn's gift is has this capacity to hold, right? To hold. So when we hear these, these phrases of like too much woman, right? Or I'm too emotional or I'm, I'm too much or um, yada, 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 yada. Not Saturn, not Saturn, right? Saturn has this capacity to just love, honor, witness, and hold all of life, all of life. The feminine is life, all of life expressions. And so if, you know, if, if we, um, if we want to find more like gratitude, more love of life, more peace with life, more joy, we work on our Saturn. We work on our Saturn because then when I see a rainstorm outside, I can see it for life. I can hold that expression of life. I can not just hold it. I can love it. And I can be in reverence to that expression of life. And you can feel that with people in your life. Like you have a tough time when someone gets feisty, right? They're, they're feisty, they're fiery, they're angry. You have a tough time with it. Saturn, Saturn, because that's just an expression of life. It's just, I'm not talking toxic. I'm not talking abuse or anything like that. But it's like passionate, wild. For some of us, it's like, ah, like, fuck. <laughs> I know that I rub a lot of people the wrong way. I know that. I hear it all of the time. Sabrina, when I first started watching your videos, you triggered the fuck out of me. You triggered the fuck out of me. It's, it's, and part of it is because it's, it's, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. And there's a, like a wild expression of it. Sometimes I'm fiery and roaring the dark goddess, right? And sometimes it's just like uber sexual. Sometimes it's just like, <sighs> like full body orgasms, right? In, in the middle of a conversation about Lolita, right? And it's like, I, Sabrina, you're rubbing me all the wrong ways. And, but when we have this, this Saturn capacity, it's, wow, I can actually, I don't have a judgment around that. I don't have a, a lack of that in myself. So I'm judging the shit out of that in another, right? I don't shame myself, that part of myself. So I don't shame that in you. I, I literally just have reverence for all expressions of life, all expressions of the feminine, all expressions. I just have reverence. And again, I'm not talking about the abusive. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about life. Like I'm looking outside into nature. I have reverence for the wind that's blowing ridiculous, right? I have reverence for the sun that's burning my face off right? or whatever it is, whatever it is. So, um, that's a little piece of Saturn. Can you tell I have a lot of love, um, a lot of love for Saturn. And I also know in myself, had I not worked in that Saturn territory, which by the way, will work in that territory in the dark goddess retreat, in that four day in-person retreat, because of the dance between our capacity to hold, which Saturn gives us and, and masculine, sacred masculine gives us the capacity to hold. And with that holding, we then can open up to more and more and more. And that's what the dark goddess does. She opens us up to more, 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 more feminine expression, more. What have we repressed? What have we hidden? What have we denied? What are we judging? What are we shaming within ourselves? What, 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 what else is here? What else is here? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you that you don't know you are yet? What gifts do you have that you haven't opened to yet? What are the callings you have that you've been shit scared to step into? That's her, right? That's her shadow work, shadow worker. Um, 
yeah. Uh, so, all right. I think that's enough. Um, if you're called to that in-person retreat, I would love to be there with you. If you're called to one of the online programs that I spoke about, I would love to share that with you. If you're called to come to the Facebook group and just hang out and get to know the community a little bit more, I would love to hear that from you. Um, or I would love to be there with you. <laughs> I would love to hear that from you. What? Um, comments below. If you like this video, you got something out of it. That's a great way to kind of um, just show your gratitude. Just be like, hey, cool, I was here. It's not even gratitude. It's just like, hey, I was here. Um, comments are so appreciated. Again, I get so much from them and so many insights come from reading your comments really and truly. Like, tell me what you loved. Serena, I love this. Go deeper into... Um, masculine. Sabrina, I want more on the dark goddess. Sabrina, I would love more on um, soul line, this north node line. Sabrina, I would love more on, you know, how can I let go of the boosters? How can I identify it? Sabrina, I would love more. On, tell me what you would love more of. Help, help me um, to see even more and to feel even more um, and to be able to, it's like getting my spidey senses, right? Um, into how to serve the moment the most, how to serve the moment the most, how to serve the moment the most. And your feedback helps me to feel into even more and to sense into even more um, so that I can hopefully serve in an even deeper way. All right. I wish you the greatest eclipse. Happy full moon. So much love to you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.